Welcome to the Carecast. Uh, well, Celia, it's great to be with you. Perhaps you could just start by telling everyone um, who you are and, and some of your involvement with, with care. Right. I've been involved in care really since 1971. And as a student, I went to the Nationwide Festival of Light gathering in Trafalgar Square. And uh, it was Christians from all over the country. It was unprecedented. Um, it was after the permissive 60s. And uh, Christians were coming together and saying, we really need to find out more about what it means to be salt and light in our society. And particularly on issues of life and uh, family and uh, all sorts of uh, moral issues that, that were to the fore at that time. And um, so as a young student, little did I know then that uh, care would be, would frame my whole life. Um, and uh, Linda and I got married. He was a, a minister, uh, a church minister, but the Lord led us both to this ministry, which we just love. And we just thank God every day for the privilege of being part of care. And I, um, I started writing the prayer diary about 35 years ago, and um, that's been my main role, to be the prayer coordinator, which I just think is the best job ever. I love it. <laughs> and one of, the, one of the really amazing things that has been happening uh, during the coronavirus pandemic has been a resurgence of interest in prayer. Incredible, isn't it? I, I just wondered, like, what, what are your kind of reflections? What are your thoughts on the fact that why are people searching for prayer? What excites you ab about that? Wow. Well, I, I'm um, part of a prayer group, and actually, we be we were praying for um, a person who was on a ventilator, given 50-50 chance, and. We were just praying. We were waking up in the night and saying, oh, Lord, help them. And wonderfully, they, they, they recovered and they're back home. And they did a, um, a, a video, not a Christian, not a Christian family at all. It was just a, and um, this person was saying, oh, the NHS were wonderful. And my family were, he said, but prayer, I can't sort of thank people enough. And my Hindu neighbor next door was praying and my Muslim um, butcher was, not butcher, uh, my Hindu neighbor was praying and, and my, my Hindu tailor was praying and many Christians. And so now our prayer is, prayer is great, but what we really need is prayer in the name of Jesus and prayer that, that uh, goes to our Heavenly Father. So I think a lot of people praying, maybe this slightly sort of wafty kind of, kind of prayer. And what we really need to see is people just recognizing that um, the prayer that we pray in the name of Jesus is is what what we need to happen. But uh, we see churches praying online and um, people joining house groups and kind of getting a taste of that. The wonderful blessing song, uh, which is just the best prayer ever. Um, and I I look out on my um, I'm, I'm, we're on the fourth floor. I look out over our, where we live and I sing it out. The Lord is with you. He is with you. He is for you. And uh, we can't tell what, um, what effect that's having, all that prayer. Brilliant. Do you, do you get the feeling that, that God is on the move, as it were, that things are, are happening almost under the radar, perhaps unreported at this stage, but the the fact that we are going through this extraordinary time and the fact that we've been really confronted with, with 
life and death in in a kind of very uh, personal way, I think, for many people. Do you think that, that God is is doing something? Do you get that sense? Yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. Um, I, mean, in fact, I read something that Pete Gregg wrote the other day. He He's the founder, the amazing uh, founder of 24-7 Prayer. And um, he was saying, okay, so you've got churches worshipping together. Hmm. You've got people uh, going to church who would never go to church. You've got uh, people with amazing testimonies. You've got prayer. Um, it looks to me like God is is coming uh, alongside us, and and we just long for revival, don't we? We long for people to turn to God again and um, to uh, dethrone the gods that are on the thrones at the moment, and to to worship God and to trust Him and uh, all that would flow from that. So I'm a natural optimist, but yeah, I think God is on the move. And even though we do not deserve anything but his judgment, Mm. he is so full of mercy Mm. and we can come to that throne of mercy and receive grace. So exciting. It reminds me of... um reminds me of that that great verse in, in Habakkuk 3, the beginning of that prayer of, of praise that the prophet goes, um, you know, I've heard of your fame. I remember your awesome deeds. In the, renew them in our day. And in the midst of your anger, remember mercy. Yes. And, and I've always thought of that verse then in connection with another verse that says, uh, judgment is your strange work. But you delight in showing mercy, and it's sort of that—that's a really powerful combination to say. Let's let's pray for more blessing from God at this time. So yeah. ambitious. At the same time, recognizing that people are just going through some sort of hell. So many, and um, for us to going back to prayer, um, we we need to be really weeping with those that weep, as as well as rejoicing those rejoice and it's just heartbreaking when you realize what people are going through but we can pray we can mm. pray in the name of Jesus and and believe that he hears us and will really answer us in lives of people we don't know of um, I guess even though we're praying in general terms we can ask God to apply it to particular individuals I believe that's fantastic and, and I guess that's one of the great things about prayer is that uh, we can pray for people we can't physically see. We can pray for those in the hospital beds. We can pray for those in intensive care. And we may not even know their names, but we can still pray for them and, and, and intercede for them. That's one of the powers, I think, of, of prayer is that it's not bound by geography in that, in that sense, that it's, you can pray for massive things and small things um, all around the world, because prayer can be done from anywhere at any time. I guess that's 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 the beauty of it. Um, if I was to go, yeah, go I on. Really. Ask, have you found your prayer life has changed any way during this lockdown period? That's a, that's a great question. I mean, I think I've always struggled with prayer. I've I've always I've never managed to kind of find a, a rhythm um, that that kind of works and and it's been a constant source of irritation and frustration but a number of things along the way have have, I've found helpful I've started trying to uh, go for a walk so I I do a a live stream devotion uh, on the care Facebook page 845 Monday to Friday mornings and I often find it helpful right after that to go and to pray um, pray about the truths that I've been trying to explain that I would understand them better pray for the people who've been joining us 
but just pray about the day, pray about family. Um, I don't know about you, Celia, but I, I have these horrifying moments sometimes where I go, I can't believe I've not prayed for my family, um, you know, for, for a couple of days. Like, what, what? What? Like, you know, of all the people I should be wanting to pray for, surely they'd be... So I found going outside and just walking and praying incredibly helpful. And I was really struck recently, I think it was something in the Psalms that um, David talks about the fact that, you know, morning, noon and evening he prayed and, and just having a kind of structure. Um, I haven't done it yet, but I've, I've been really thinking about why don't I try and follow that kind of pattern, pray in the morning, just set time aside at lunchtime and set time aside in the evening and, and try and uh, just use that as a, as a structure. But um I guess uh, I guess I throw it right back at you, Celia. What, what about have you found your prayer <laughs> life has it changed at all in this lockdown experience? Well, because I've been working from home for quite a while, um, I found a shift uh, once I managed to cut out my commute in Westminster. Um, and of course, when you're bringing up a family, you know you're lucky if you can say, "Oh God, help!" Uh, you know, my prayer life was pretty minimal. And I always used to feel really guilty about it. And especially since I was the person writing these prayers and people said, oh, you're such a prayer warrior. And I say, I'm really not. Um, the mask, but, is, um, mask is slipping, Celia. The mask know, is slipping, yeah. It's true. And um, I, I also found it a great, uh, although I believe passionate in prayer, when I, when I get there, it's wonderful. But, but the, the, the discipline of, of a daily thing. And um, two things helped me, really. One was the logistics of, of um, you know, just my, my life being a lot simpler. So it was much, it became easier to set aside this um, time each day, which is just wonderful. Mm. I just love it. Um, but the other thing was, um, I believe very much that um, in, um, in our giving, um, that it's, it's something that we, that the Lord asks us to do, to mm. give a tenth or whatever and to be honest I wouldn't dare not to do that because I know that's it's it's an obedience thing and one day I suddenly thought well in a way I owe God a tenth of my time I thought, oh my goodness I'm this is awful <laughs> but at least but, but it kind of put it in the same category that this is something I'm not always going to do it and um you know Seven days a week, I do not do it, um, but it it helped. He said, "Well, no, this is something that needs to happen, rather than oh, well, I don't feel like it, so I won't." So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, I'm just so grateful to God for His mm. kindness, His understanding, and all those people who are sort of um, kneeling on the floor and finding there's a Lego brick under their knee because they have small children everywhere, and prayer. It's you know. Um, God hears them as well. It's it's not a question, but I think those of us who are older, we do have more time, and I think it's a particular ministry older people um, should take on board uh, as much as they can. Yes, it's it's that it's it's a tension, isn't it, in in our Christian lives of um, obedience and and you know we're commanded to pray and and mm -hmm. and and yet what you said there about the patience and the kindness of God and um I sometimes find that tension just something I experience of I, I know God understands and he's patient he's forgiving but if I if I'm not praying um have I really grasped 
what prayer is, like what what an incre incredible um, to quote uh, to quote Lyndon, um, we were in a meeting with Lyndon earlier this morning. A great tool, a great weapon, a great gift that God has given us. I mean, I when when if someone was to ask you, Celia, define prayer. What, what would you say? Oh. To that's a huge question. I guess really it's it's just connecting with God. That's what we're trying to do. So we should be doing that by listening mainly, uh, listening through reading the word by just uh, perhaps the worship songs we're, we're involved in, perhaps an idea that comes across our head and, and then just speaking out our hearts. Mm. And, and uh, in Romans it says, you know, with, with groans that can't be, uttered the holy spirit you know it, it's so multifaceted and prayer for one person might be painting a picture uh, prayer for another might be playing the violin prayer for me is lots of words because i love words and there's no right way or wrong way and i think it's it's finding your own spirit what who, who am i how do i connect with god and that sort of um passage is is as prayer but, i mean that's a, that's a huge question yeah. i do not feel qualified to answer i love i yeah. love that though Con connecting with god is is brilliant mm -hmm. and i guess um another one i i've heard is uh, i think i think it was i can't remember who it was actually it might have been i read it in in tim keller's book on prayer experiencing intimacy with god through prayer and and he, he i think he says prayer is talking to god mm -hmm. and that's kind of phenomenal I, I, I'm just a human being, but I can talk to the creator of the entire universe and and be assured that he not only uh, hears, but that he actually enjoys um, and 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 sort of celebrates and 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 recognizes and delights in my prayers to him. I kind of it's kind of mind-boggling because I just think, well, they're just sort of jumbled words and they're often a bit rushed and. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it, that God would even hear us at all. And of course, you know who hates it. And the enemy will pour in the guilt. You're not praying enough. You don't deserve to pray. God doesn't love you. All the rubbish yeah, that the enemy yeah. throws at us, because the one thing he hates yeah. is when the Lord's people uh, experience that intimacy with God and, and are able to... to um, ask him to help them to to identify their sin and and to be forgiven of it i mean so we must always be wary i think of those feelings of guilt and inadequacy you know they is it christ who condemns no, no. Uh, and and really as you say james to 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 just wonder at god's kindness and grace and understanding just as, as you were um, as you were speaking there, I was reminded of words from a, a I think a very old hymn, um, something like uh, Satan trembles when he sees the weakest saint upon his knees. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of brilliant. Yeah, it captures exactly what what you were saying. Um, you, you said already that that care for for care, uh, um, and I should say, uh, care is a, a Christian charity. Um, we exist to tell a better story for our nation. Uh, we work and are represented at all of the UK's parliaments and assemblies, and we seek to communicate a Christian worldview, Christian principles and values, God's ways as good ways for the whole of society. So we stand up for the value of life, and we promote marriage and family, and we seek to 
stand on the part of those vulnerable and the oppressed as well. And Celia, you mentioned already that prayer is such a core uh, part of of CARE's ministry. How does CARE seek to uh, express that? What what are the things that we do at CARE to encourage prayer? And and, um, perhaps you could just talk a bit more about the prayer diary as well. Yes, so the prayer diary, um, it comes out once a quarter and uh, it has 13 weekly topics in it um, and they vary from, I don't know, unemployment to the church and society to um, the environment. It's, it's wider than, than CARES issues, although it always covers the things that, that we're involved in. There we are, my handsome assistant there on the left. Uh, is showing you and um, what it is one of my passions is is for prayer to be something that people can connect with I think for a lot of folk it's like how do I pray and you know there's so many questions and it actually the prayer diary is something we can put into people's hands and say here you go it's got bible verses that will remind you of, of God's wonderful love and uh, it's got um, a little bit of factual stuff to kind of frame the topic and and some prayers that you can pray and lovely pictures and so this is something that that, um, we just we love uh, to be able to give to people and um, people seem to love it as well so that's great Um, and I just find it such a privilege to to write it. Um, I'm in the middle of writing the next issue at the moment and um, to, to look at each topic and to pray about them and to uh, research into them and, and say, well, what, what is God doing? How is it working this? And to try and kind of frame prayers around that. I, I just um, find it an extraordinary uh, privilege to do that. And, and people seem to really uh, enjoy the sheer variety uh, this this is the thing that amazes me about the prayer diary. You know, you, you talk there about how it ranges on topics beyond care's kind of particular focus. And just even looking at the front of this recent edition, April to July 2020, uh, you're going to pray about safety uh, on our streets. You're going to pray about music, sharing God's word, hope for the world, children at risk, men and women of integrity, the nations of Europe. Uh, invisible disabilities, internet issues, and then the National Health Service. And that is just one prayer diary. You get three more in a year and all covering different topics. And I I love the way that you pick up on key events in the calendar, both the the Christian calendar, but also um, the kind of uh, mainstream calendar as well. And and do you find that that helps in terms of encouraging people? little hooks to hang things on. Yeah, um, so the one I'm doing now, in one week, you, you've got the Day of the Girl, the mm. International Day of the Girl, and you've got um, women in poverty. So, okay, so that sort of lends itself to, to uh, a certain topic. Um, yes, and it, it's it's something that, that we like to make freely available, and you, you can get it on... Um, Twitter, and you can get it on what uh, a WhatsApp thing. You can get it on Twitter. You can get it by email and um, PrayerMate, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's great. And the more we can get prayer out there, the more we can encourage people to to just do it to pray. It's not not difficult, um, and yet it's it's an incredibly difficult thing to do to pray. It's 
both at once. And um, so we just we we just wish that we could send out many many more copies um, because it's something that um, we know God will provide for the money to do that, and uh, He does. It's amazing um, looking at some of the the feedback that that you receive. I mean, you're too modest to to, to say this, but you receive. Um, you receive correspondence, emails, letters from people who express their appreciation for the prayer diary, and and seems to me that they that the theme that runs through them all is that <clears throat> that kind of eyes being opened to how you can pray about so much more than you thought you could pray about, if if, if that makes sense, and just the the simplicity of the prayers, the clarity of them, the variety of them. That's what people seem to really appreciate. So there are there are thousands of people. Um, around the country who are praying through the care prayer diary and, and to echo what you said Celia wouldn't it be amazing if if thousands more signed up to receive this incredible resource and and got behind uh, the thinking and the vision of it which is to say we can pray about so many things and, and that God calls us to do that um, be and people are so kind I, I do I do get to and um, sometimes they come up, like one lady said, you talk about disability, but what about hidden disabilities? I thought, ah, oh, never thought about that before. But so often people are wandering around in the street and you, you don't know that actually they look for, they look absolutely fine, but they're carried. So um, I just so appreciate when people do make uh, comments and uh, suggestions. And I, I feel, I kind of, they're my family, the people that, that use the prayer diary, and some of them have been using it for, for many, many years. Mm. It's, it's a lovely, lovely thing. Well, if, if you do, if you're watching this, you do want to have a look at the Care Prayer Diary. If you go to care.org.uk forward slash prayer, uh, you'll be able to see the latest edition of the Prayer Diary. Something else that we are uh, producing that we're working on at Care to bless and serve uh, Christians who want to pray and, and others as well who want to uh, begin to think about, about praying, I suppose, is our new 10 Ways to Pray uh, series. So, Celia, I wonder... If you could just say a little bit about this, what, what's the thinking behind 10 ways to pray? Okay, so it started when um, th there was a, a real need to, to mobilise prayer about the whole issue of abortion, um, particularly in Northern Ireland, where um, Westminster voted to impose some very, very liberal abortion laws on Northern Ireland. And so we thought, how, how can we get the information across? How can we mobilise prayer? And we came up with this idea, 10 ways to pray. Uh, and um, so it's just a sort of a, here it is. Um, it's, it's just a, a simple little leaflet with lots of pictures and Bible verses. And it's something that's very accessible. Um, because sometimes when you're faced with an issue, you think, oh my goodness, I don't know where to begin. And um, there's 10 ways to wait, pray. You can sit and do it in four minutes. Just just um, um, pray, pray the prayers and look at the verses. And so we are rolling it out. So we've done some more. We've done one on end of life issues. We've done one on freedom of speech, which is coming out very shortly. Um, we've done one on the whole coronavirus situation. And uh, there we go. <laughs> and uh, we, 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 we just got such uh, exciting plans to roll those out. And these are sort of medium term. The prayer diary sort of chunters along in the background. It's quite generalized. These 10 ways to pray are a little bit more focused 
and uh, perhaps uh, quite topical. And we really want people to, to not feel, oh, I don't know how to pray, but here we are. Um, this, this is just a simple way of, and of course it will lead many people on to pray more. It's not that definitive article because it's only a very small piece of paper, but it's a starting point. And um, we, again, people have, have really um, appreciated it. And again, we, we just want to get them out there. So there's no cost. Uh, so churches wanting to have a, a pile to give out, we'll, we'll gladly send them out, gladly send them out. Yeah, if you, if you want to see the, this resource, 10 Ways to Pray, you go to care.org.uk forward slash prayer, you'll be able to see it. And if you do want any uh, free copies of the 10 Ways to Pray series that we've already produced, 10 Ways to Pray for Life, 10 Ways to Pray for the End of Life, 10 Ways to Pray about the Coronavirus, and soon we'll have available 10 Ways to Pray about freedom of speech, then all you need to do is you can either email us, mail at care.org.uk and request however many copies you want, Alternatively, call our office 0207 233 and you'll speak to a member of our sport relations team. And I guarantee you, they'll be more than happy to send you as many copies as you want. So um, 10 Ways to Pray, I love it because it fits into my Bible so neatly. Um, I mean, admittedly, I have quite a, quite a big Bible, but it slips in and it means that I can refer to it so easily, so quickly. And there's something... Uh, that's not so intimidating about it being 10 ways to pray. I kind of feel I can get my hands around that and I can, I can do this. And yet you've, you've managed in this to still combine clarity and simplicity, but the variety in, in, in these leaflets as well is just incredible. Celia, I wonder if I could finish by asking a couple more personal questions. One is the Bible is full of prayers. Um, do you have a favorite one? Do you have a, a prayer that you love to go to? Um, and then secondly, for anyone watching who just wants a couple of practical pointers, how can, how can I, um, if I can use the phrase, how can I improve my, my prayer life? I mean, the disciples basically asked Jesus that, Lord, teach us how to pray. If you were to give a couple of practical pointers to finish with, uh, what, would you, what would you say? Well, there's no, everybody can pray, a, a, a small child can pray. Um, so, and as I said earlier, it, it's, it's up to you. But um, there are certain, if you can think of the different kind of ways in which we pray, and I always find it good to start by reading something out of the Bible that will just get my mind in the right place. And then to think about praising God, thinking of who he is and what he's done and thanking him. That, again, focuses me um, on him. And then to come and say, um, I do, there are things in my life I really need you, Holy Spirit, to show to me. And uh, I want to be free from them. I want to be forgiven. I want to change to become more like Jesus. That's sort of repentance. And then um, to begin to ask and uh, and the Bible says you have not because you ask not in, in the book of James. And uh, Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So asking isn't like a spoilt child asking for Father Christmas for presents. It's something much bigger than that. And then uh, at the end, uh, to just yield us our lives again. 
So you might notice that's P-R-A-Y. I didn't just make that up. I think I nicked it from um, somebody else. But it's praise, it's repentance, it's asking, and it's yielding our lives. Um, and so, you know, even if you kind of didn't do anything else, you could just do a few words for each of those. And um, don't be discouraged. And don't feel that God is cross because you didn't do it yesterday and you don't feel like doing it today. He's like a, a, a father when his children come towards him. He's not saying, oh, you know, where were you yesterday? He just welcomes us. So I, I think that's it. And there's so many verses in the Bible uh, talking to us about prayer. And I suppose my favorite one is in Philippians 4, um, when it's saying, you know, Turn your anxieties into prayers. Don't be anxious about anything, but in all things, with prayer, with thanksgiving, that's really important, um, make your requests known to God. And then the peace of God, which surpasses our understanding, will keep your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. That would be my favourite. And, you know, so if you feel a bit uninspired, go to Philippians 4, 4, and just read it out loud, and maybe that'll be a help. You've been listening to The Carecast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episodes and find out more about the work of care on care.org.uk. Care. For what you believe.